Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about a dystopian future where murderous sex robots hunt humans for vengeance. And the sad thing is that, yeah, that, that's kind of a joke, but also a real possibility. You see, as technology, specifically things like AI and robotics, have progressed, it should come as no surprise to people that entrepreneurial minds out there eventually figured, hmm... I bet we could use this for sex and use those innovations for sex they have. They first choose the body they like, then they say, I like this face, and then they choose a skin color, then they go and start tweaking the details like eye color, makeup, hairstyle, fingernails. The person can choose personality traits, intellectual, sexual, shy, talkative, kind, insecure. What makes the latest model Harmony special is she comes equipped with artificial intelligence in her head that actually makes her face move. In this episode, we're going to explore how some people are saying that these robots actually represent the newest iteration of patriarchal objectification of the female body, or even worse, the actual doom of modern civilization. To which I say, frankly, it's about time, okay? Western societies have been exhausting for like the past generation or so. So really, death by sex robot, unfortunately, would still not be the most degenerate end that humanity could bring upon itself in the year 2020. And yes, drag queen kids and bug sex, I'm looking at you. But before we get into all of that good stuff, and by good stuff, I mean awful, terrible, just why would you want to do this type of stuff? I have a quick message from our awesome sponsor, NetSuite. What do companies like Ring, Hint, and Tecovis all have in common? They all use NetSuite to accelerate their growth. Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you must have the right tools. If you want to take your company from 2 million to 10 million or 10 million to hundreds of millions in revenue, NetSuite by Oracle gives you the tools to turbocharge your growth. With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place right from your phone or computer. NetSuite will give you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. That's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system trusted by more than 19,000 companies. It's the last system you'll ever need. No more worrying that what you don't know about your business might hurt you. NetSuite. Business grows here. So schedule your free product tour right now and receive your free guide, Six Ways to Run a More Profitable Business at netsuite.com slash Lauren. That's netsuite.com slash Lauren. So the news I saw the other day, the news that finally inspired me to make an entire video about sex robots, which have kind of been a topic in the news for the past few years, was this article which claims that sex robots may, in the future, want to rape you. Yeah, just imagine a way, way darker version of the Terminator. As the Daily Star writes, quote, sex robots will need to be programmed correctly in order to avoid sexual assault, an expert has claimed. Dr. David Levy believes robots of the future will have their own sexual desires as part of their own artificial intelligence libidos. But he says they will be stronger and it will be important to program robots with consent. The computer science professor, therefore, warns robots that are not programmed correctly risk overstepping the boundaries of human consent. When, in a decade or so, a sophisticated sex robot indicates to a human partner that it is in the mood for sex, what will be the moral and legal boundaries involved in its human partner's response? To be clear, this article is just conjecture, a hypothesis of what the future could look like. At the moment, there are no robot grooming gangs or roving robot rape gangs. For now, those things are just limited to humans. But I do kind of agree with this doctor that 
sadly, the idea that eventually sex robots might be assaulting us isn't that crazy. And I know that usually the conversation around sex robots and AI and consent implies that people would be the ones raping the robots, and we will be talking about that later on, but think about it this way. Part of the reason why AI is even being introduced to the sex robot industry in the first place is the desire to make these sex robots as lifelike as possible. Part of dealing with a real-life partner would be the idea that, yeah, not only do they have their own libido, but also they are fully capable of initiating sex. I mean, what good is a sex robot that doesn't want you back? I guess. I'm not sure if developers are working on giving sex robots their own libidos just yet, but if they're not, I'm sure they will be soon. And in the age of Me Too, where it's clear that even two humans have trouble getting on the same page in terms of consent, who's to say that robots would handle that any better? You know those automated helplines where you're supposed to state your problem and the system is meant to detect that and then direct you to the right department, but like, Eight times out of 10, it just ends up connecting you to something totally random. I feel like that, but worse, could happen with these robots. The last thing the article mentioned, though, was terrifying for everyone. The Daily Star also reported that Dr. Levy earlier told us he fears robots will be hacked by sinister groups, including terror organizations, for attacks. He said, The dangers of hacking are very great. If someone can hack into the Pentagon, they can hack into the robot. There are so many malicious people around, not only terrorists, but people who think it's great fun to cause a hospital to close down for one or two days by cutting the electricity supply. Worst case scenario is that hackers, whether terrorists or just malicious people, create havoc and cause massive loss of life and pain and destruction. So now, not only do we have the possibility of robot rapists to mull over, but your future sex robot might also be hacked by some Russian teenager, which I'm guessing would likely lead to non-consensual acts too. And even though this article was talking about the very real technical issues that might arise with the growing popularity of sex robots, I'm saying the phrase sex robots on the internet in this episode a whole lot more than I ever thought I would. What generally concerns people more about the sex robots are their moral and societal implications. Like, okay, let's say these sex robots aren't going to attack us and steal our data. That still doesn't mean that their existence isn't, if not harmful in and of itself, then at least a symptom of larger cultural rot. And of course, one group who has been at the forefront of hating sex robots has been the feminists. The Toronto Sun's cleverly titled article, Swede and Sour, explains that, quote, Swedish feminists are blowing a gasket over sex dolls, calling them dangerous. Three feminist organizations, Sweden's Women's Lobby, the National Organization for Women's Shelters, and Young Women's Shelters, published an appeal in the newspaper Express demanding a ban on the bodacious bots. The groups argue that sex dolls reinforce the view that women are sex objects and reinforce violence against women. The dolls' appearances and attitudes are typical of the objectifying, sexualized, and degrading attitude to women found in today's mainstream pornography, the group wrote. They added, a female robot cannot say no to something that the man wants if she is not programmed to do so. And the doll busters claim that tech-driven fantasies may lead to real violence against girls and women. I am no fan of the idea of sex robots. I think they represent how our society has degraded the meaning of sex and trampled on the importance of human connection, things like long-term meaningful relationships and families, specifically within the framework of marriage. I do believe that sex robots are a symptom of our society society's general malaise, and yet, even I realize that the feminist reasons for hating sex robots 
are unbelievably dumb. It makes sense to worry about the people who feel the need to spend all these thousands, if not sometimes tens of thousands of dollars on these robots, and I think we do need to be critical of the culture that got us to this point. But honestly, from all the articles that I've read, it really seems like these feminists hate these robots because they're worried they're gonna be replaced by them. If there's any woman who feels that way who might be watching this, sweetie, if you can be replaced by, no offense to the developers, but a crappy robot with dead fish eyes, that's on you. Like, that is entirely on you. And as icky as it may be, there's nothing inherently violent or non-consensual about using one of these robots. You're assuming the men who want one want them to rape them or to do something to them that wouldn't be okay to do to a real woman. But just because you don't like something, that doesn't mean it's gonna turn men into rapists. And then there's also the whole thing about how they take issue with the way the dolls look. But from everything I've seen, it actually seems like the dolls are pretty customizable, meaning they look the way they do because the men who buy them chose for them to look that way. And feminists really don't have any right to, and it's strange that they would even want to, criticize what these men, or women, personally find to be an attractive representation of the female form. Like, seriously, what business is it of yours? What do you care how these men want their sex dolls to look like? It's just, it's, it's the strangest bone to pick with sex dolls that I've heard. Although I do think it's interesting to note how none of the sex dolls, at least the ones I've seen, seem to be of the body positive persuasion. So maybe that's their problem with them. The, the sex dolls just aren't inclusive enough. And we've got more to cover, but first I wanna tell you guys about Home Title Lock. It's shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. That's the brutal lesson Deborah learned when thieves found her home's title online, forged it, and literally took ownership of her home. In an instant, thieves legally owned Deborah's home. She got evicted and spent a fortune in legal fees trying to get it back. The FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes and you do not wanna be Next. That's why I urge you to protect the online title to your home with Home Title Lock. The legal documents to our homes are kept online where thieves hunt them. They forge the documents stating you sold your home. Then they borrow against your home and stick you with the payments. No insurance or bank protects you, but Home Title Lock does. You could already be a victim of title fraud and not even know it, but you can find out. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter Lauren for one month of free protection. Again, enter Lauren for one month free at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. As trivial as some of the complaints against sex dolls may seem though, others are dead serious. And legitimate trigger warning here, by the way, this next part is going to be very disturbing. Let's take, for instance, the existence of child sex dolls. As the National Post explains about one particularly concerning case, quote, Kenneth Harrison spent about $1,000 on the doll. He opted for the deluxe package with the makeup and the little child-sized lingerie. The doll had no breasts and no hips. When assembled, it would only stand about four feet tall. It was obviously meant to be a child, a Crown prosecutor told a Newfoundland court Tuesday, and Harrison bought it for one obvious reason, sex. 
and for that, the prosecutor argued he should be convicted and locked away. Harrison was arrested in 2013 after customs officials intercepted a package containing the unassembled doll in Toronto, where it arrived en route from Japan. He was charged with possessing child pornography, mailing obscene matter, and two charges under the Federal Customs Act of smuggling and possession of prohibited goods. The issue of how to treat child sex dolls in the law has been cropping up all over the world. In the UK, more than 120 childlike sex dolls were seized by police between March 2016 and July 2017 in a sting-dubbed Operation Shiraz. In the United States, the Creeper, or Curbing Realistic Exploitative Electronic Pedophilic Robots Act, passed the House of Representatives in 2018. The act would ban the importation or transportation of any anatomically correct doll, mannequin, or robot with the features of, or with features that resemble those of, a minor intended for use in sexual acts. In Canada, more than 40 childlike sex dolls were seized at the border between January 2016 and August 2018, according to information obtained from the Canada Border Services Agency by the CBC. So, if it's okay to manufacture and have sex with an adult-looking sex robot, you know, because it's not a real person, is it okay to manufacture and have sex with a child-looking sex robot because it's also not a real child. A surprising amount of people, at least online from what I've seen, seem to think, yeah, that's, that's totally fine, have at it. Some people do think that having sexual relations with a child doll would be a morally neutral act. Who are we to judge? Who are we to legislate? But what I think anyone who does support the existence of child sex dolls is forgetting is that when it comes to sexual behaviors, escalation and desensitization are common. If someone does have sex with an adult sex robot, what's the worst that's gonna happen? I mean, they're gonna graduate to eventually having sex with a, a real person maybe? Okay. But if a pedophile has any sexual attraction to children, I'd say it's a bad idea to encourage any behaviors that would cement a connection in the pedophile's mind between a body resembling a child's and sexual pleasure or sexual release. I mean, anything, anything which portrays children, even just the idea or the notion of children in a sexual way is inherently toxic, inherently damaging. Plus, as we've discussed so many times before on this show, the slippery slope is slippery. Unlike with adult sex robots, the real-life equivalent of child sex robots, i.e. real children, they can never consent. And while I don't think it's possible to rape an inanimate object because it's not alive, I do think it's possible for a pedophile to eventually want to seek out the type of interactions the dolls give them, but with a real person. And that that would be rape no matter how it happens. But thankfully, despite the fact that a fringe minority are accepting or trying to popularize the idea of child sex robots, clearly, as we read, governments by and large are against it. And by the reaction that one controversial German film recently had, it looks like most general audiences are too. As The Independent reported, a sci-fi film depicting a sexualized relationship between an adult man and an android that looks like a 10-year-old girl has prompted outrage and walkouts at festival screenings. Titled Trouble with Being Born, the film is programmed as part of the annual film festival held in Berlin, Germany. While most of the sexual abuse is implied rather than explicit, according to reports, the film leaves little doubt that the man does have a sexual relationship with the child robot. The film also contains multiple nude scenes which were created using CGI. People have taken a 
objection to the film on Twitter, with one person calling it pedophile propaganda. Some critics have admired the film's artistic merits, however, with The Hollywood Reporter selecting it as a hidden gem. I haven't seen this movie myself, nor do I plan to, so I'm not going to comment about whether it's actually pro-pedophilia, but I do think it says something about the times we live in that a movie like this would even be topical, would even be something that someone would want to make or would think to make. Ultimately, I do think that sex robots are a net negative, but it's not so much the robots themselves that worry me, it's the culture that embraces them. You could snap your fingers tomorrow and make sex dolls disappear, but the lonely people out there who either aren't able to for one reason or another or are too jaded to try to find an actual human companion would still be there. Likewise, with these depictions of child dolls, I think they would represent a huge step forward in normalizing the sexualization of children, but with them or without them, the sexualization of children in our cultures will continue, as it has been for years now. And it's a similar story for a lot of the other criticisms sex robots have gotten. As an article from The Sun warned in 2019, sex robots could fuel birth rate crisis in Japan as lonely men opt for AI girlfriends. In 2018, around 921,000 babies were born in Japan, 25,000 fewer than 2017. It was the lowest figure since records began in 1899, Japan's health ministry said. Around 1.3 million people died in the same year, meaning the population plummeted by 448,000. And a leading expert in artificial intelligence has warned the rise in popularity of romping robots could worsen the problem. Again, maybe sex robots will make these problems worse, but they didn't cause them. Japan has been having issues with its birth rate and the increasing isolation of its citizens for decades. And as technology continues to advance, I, I have no doubt that in the future we'll see people who are fully turning away from humans and to machines for all sorts of companionship, sex, romance, dating, friendship. Unless we want to live in a world where our children's only friends are AIs like Alexa or our children don't even exist because you can't have babies with a robot, I think we need to cool it on trying to replace relationships with machines. That's pretty much all I have to say, and as always, I would love to know what you guys think. How do you feel about the whole sex robot issue? And more specifically, how do you feel about the legality of child sex robots? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.